Welcome to the Sports GPS. With your hosts, Parker White and CJ Holly. Welcome back to the Sports GPS Season 3, Episode 35 today. Parker, what's on the docket? We're hitting the road by recapping Week 17 of the NFL season. Mm -hmm. Then we switch gears and talk about the biggest story from this past week, the chilling incident with Bill's safety, DeMar Hamlin. Prayers up, prayers up. Absolutely. Then we hit the exit ramp for the MLB newsstand before giving the NFL playoff scenarios. Mm -hmm. And as always, we're ending by giving our Week 18 picks the last week for NFL picks this year. Can I overtake you? I don't know, man. I, I got a five-game lead. That would be really, really tough for you to do. But, I mean, you never know. Yeah. All that and more on this episode of the Sports GPS. Let's get into it. Welcome back to the Sports GPS. We're going to do our Week 17 recap. CJ, start us off. Yeah, I mean, we already knew what this result was last time as we, we recorded on Friday. And we got the Thursday. picks right. We did get the picks right, both of us. We picked the Cowboys to defeat the Titans. It got a little dicey there in the little middle. A little bit. But uh, the Cowboys end up, you know, actually tying the spread. The spread was 14, by the way. Right. Uh, Dalton Schultz, your player of the game, he had seven receptions, 56 yards, and both of Dak Prescott's That's touchdown That's like the first passes. time I've heard that name like all year. Yeah, but... And he's a good player, yeah, but... Yeah, he just... He hasn't been like the guy for Dallas this right. year like he used to be, right? They, CD, should, they should use him more. They should, but I mean, you got Tony Pollard doing really great things. He was out this game, so right. it makes sense. And the running game did not look the same for Dallas at all, really. <laughs> yeah. And Dak Prescott threw two picks, but it didn't cost him because the Titans are that horrible. All right, heading to Sunday's action. First game we're going to talk about, Giants defeating my Colts 30-10. to It was not that close. <laughs> yeah. Daniel Jones is our player of the game, 19-24, 177, two touchdowns. And he also had 11 rushes, 91 yards, and two touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, he, he did it all. He was the... Yeah. Uh, Vanilla Vic, I have heard as a new nickname <laughs> oh, really? for Danny Dimes. I've, I've heard wow. it. Do I believe it? No. <laughs> no. But it's out there on the wavelengths, and yeah. so I had to bring it here. However, Vanilla Vic will not ever be mentioned again on this podcast. Yeah. I will say, even though the Colts lost by 28, I said like it didn't feel that close because they got they, – it just didn't even feel like they had a chance. Yeah, it was – The entire game. It was just – you know, straight up. And, I mean, the Giants, by winning this game, uh, locked into the sixth seed. I know, that's crazy. For the playoffs. N nobody thought the Giants are going to make the playoffs this year. Nope. Brian Dayball, great job. Could probably win Coach of the Year. Yeah, we'll coach talk of about the year. those awards uh, when we get closer to Super Bowl time. Mm -hmm. Let's talk Falcons defeating the Cardinals. We thought this could be the rock fight of the week. It was not. <laughs> it wasn't, yeah. Um, we actually have criteria for that now. Yeah, we'll talk about we it. We will talk about that next week, you know, playoff time when we're getting ready for that. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, the uh, Falcons defeat the Cardinals twenty to nineteen. Uh, Tyler Algier or Algier, yeah, I, I can never pronounce his last name. Yeah, right. he won twenty rushes for eighty three <laughs> and a touchdown. There's your player of the game. Really, yeah. that's basically it. All right, the Lions they defeat the Bears forty one to ten. That's an understatement. Jared Goff is your player of the game twenty one to twenty nine, two fifty five, three touchdowns. Jamal Williams had twenty two rushes, one hundred forty four yards and a touchdown. And DeAndre Swift had two touchdowns. Yeah, the yardage wasn't impressive, but he found one on the ground and one through the air. Yeah. Uh, Swift, great game. I mean, it was just 
a running back heavy game for the uh, for the Lions, and the Bears really just had yeah. no answer. Lions shellacked them. Absolutely. Chiefs defeat the Broncos in what should have been a blowout, uh-huh. but it wasn't. Weird. Uh, 27 to 24. Wow. The fact that I had to like state those numbers back-to-back when talking about this game is the reason why I have like stroked out. Yeah. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, your player of the game, as per normal, 29 of 42 for 328, three touchdowns, but he did have a pick, and that pick was somewhat costly as it kind of turned the tide and let the Broncos kind of like come back into it, but eventually, I mean, the Chiefs just, they're a better all-around team. Yeah. And what was one of the better games of the week? Patriots defeated the Dolphins 23-21. It's hard to say this, but Mac Jones is player of the game 20-33, 2-0-4, and two touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, the defense is dominated on both sides of the ball. I mean, you had Teddy Bridgewater looking good, and then he, like, Got dislocates yeah. his finger. Yeah. So then Skylar Thompson comes in. I mean, Who? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, you know, so the Dolphins, God bless you. You're on your third-string quarterback because yeah. both your – top quarterbacks can't stay healthy one decides to get concussed all the time uh-huh. and the other one is just you know things yeah. uh the saints defeat the eagles uh 20 to 10 and Ouch. and this this game was like awful yeah to be clear rock fight the rock fight of the week this week <laughs> yeah the rock fight of the week of the week uh the Eagles' defense is your players of the game. I mean, you had seven sacks. And, and the reason why we put this out here, even though they lost, yeah, they really only looked bad in the first possession, and it took the Saints going forward on fourth down for them to score a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Eagles are only four sacks away from tying the 85 Bears record for the most sacks in a single season. They're pretty I good. I know everybody's going to be like, well, they have 17 games compared to the Bears. They only had 16. Shut up. Yeah. So much harder to sack the quarterback nowadays, to oh, be clear. Yeah. Uh, and the Eagles are the first team in NFL history to have six-plus sacks in five straight games. That's pretty good. Uh, the defensive coordinator for the Eagles, Jonathan Gannon, came out this week and said, if I didn't have Hassan Reddick in, like, drop out into coverage, he'd have 25 sacks this year. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he, he has, like, 16. Yeah, he's really good. He's phenomenal. Yeah. So. All right, the Bucks. They defeat the Panthers, thirty to twenty-four. Mike Evans is our player of the game. Ten receptions, two hundred and seven yards, and three touchdowns. He was awesome. Yeah, he finally like this is what yeah. we thought Mike Evans and Tom Brady would be all uh-huh. year, and they finally found it now. Like they were missing on deep shots all year. They got it together this game. This this Bucks team is a scary team come playoff time. Yeah, I can't figure them out. Like one week, it's like oh, they look so bad, and then Tom Brady has a great game. Mike, him, and Mike Evans are like, like together. Like yeah. they, they hook up all the time. Not my best friend. Exactly, but I, I don't. I don't think they're like a soup, a sneaky Super Bowl team. But do I think they can win a couple games in the playoffs? Absolutely. If they do, the Cowboys. If they don't get the number, I was one gonna say, seed. especially if the Bucks play the Cowboys. Yeah, because Tom Brady has. Dak Prescott's number. I, mm-hmm. you know, we're 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 now getting into things speculation. We'll we'll talk about that yeah. after we yeah. do some other things. Well, let's talk this game. The Browns defeat the Commanders twenty four to ten. Your player of the game. I can't believe I'm actually going to say this. Deshaun Watson, uh-huh. because he was nine of eighteen. Not because it's Deshaun Watson, but he was nine of eighteen for one sixty nine and three touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, Amari Cooper was three receptions for 105, and two of those three decided to find Paydirt. Yeah. Uh, the commanders were awful with Carson Wentz under center. Carson Wentz's career in the NFL is done. Yeah. Done. Well, I do think he could even be a backup. No. Yeah. I no, mean, I, his I, psyche I agree. won't let him. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, I what think- happened? I mean, I know he's had injuries, right? Right. Like, I get that. 
Him tearing the ACL was the worst thing that could have happened to his career because then he tried to rush back because of Nick Foles winning the Super Bowl that year. And when he tried to rush back, then he got his back hurt because his legs weren't right. Yeah. And then, and then he just can't stay healthy. He can't. He. I still, to this day, do not believe he's fully healthy. Oh, no, he's not. So Yeah, he's not. Yeah, that's a problem for me. Absolutely. So, sorry, Carson Wentz. I feel bad for you. You're a great guy. However... Sorry. Yeah. Uh, Jaguars defeat the Texans, uh, thirty-one to three, in the game that it did not matter. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Travis Etienne is your player of the game. Nine rushes for one hundred eight and a touchdown. He also caught three balls for thirty-two additional yards. Jags are getting hot at the right time. Absolutely. The 49ers, they defeated the Raiders 37-34 in overtime. Run CMC is your player of the game. 19 rushes, 121 yards, and a touchdown. And he also had six receptions for 72 yards. And even though they lost, we can't forget Devontae Adams. He had seven receptions, 153 yards, and two touchdowns. I also want to get a hat tip to uh, Jared Sidham coming in. Yeah, he was actually really good. Made the Raiders offense legit. Do you think he, he'll he be like the start, like the like the starter week one for Raiders next year. I was listening to Colin Cowherd this past week. I think a lot of quarterbacks will be on the move. And what yeah. he and what he said was there are five quarterbacks that that you, you're not even going to field a phone call for them, right? Yeah, Mahomes, Mahomes, Herbert, Herbert, Lawrence, Burrow, Allen. Yeah, I think yeah, those are the five he said. Yeah, and I, I even argued I think after this year you can Jam throw Hurts. Jalen Hurts on. Yeah, I don't think that's far off. Let him let him come back and if he wins them the Super Bowl, you throw him in. Oh yeah, if he has a great postseason and he's the Jalen Hurts of the regular season, like absolutely, especially doing it on the big stage for sure. Yeah. So we're saying in those six quarterbacks in our scenario, yes, you're not feeling a phone call for, but like Kirk Cousins, oh, yeah. you call up Minnesota and give them a couple firsts, not even a couple firsts. You give them a first and a, and a third. Yeah. They go see you, Kirk. You know, you, you call Vegas up and say, I'll give you a second-round pick for Derek Carr. See you, Derek Carr. I'll give you a bag of balls for Derek Carr. Yeah. I like Derek Carr, but, man, I don't know what happened. It's like that old meme with uh, SpongeBob, Patrick from SpongeBob, uh-huh. and it was, we're trading Jay Cutler. Any takers? <laughs> I have $3. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this scenario happens here with Derek Carr, right? Yeah. You know, we can give him cash considerations. considerations. But yeah, I mean... That's it. I, and, and Adams even came out and sat there and said, regardless of whether Derek Carr is my quarterback, I'm going to be a Raider next year. Well, yeah, dummy, because they paid Yeah, you. I was going to say, let, let's not act like you're like playing for, like, right. you know. No, you said you wanted to be a Raider your entire life. I don't know your... Yeah, I, I don't know... Your childhood affiliation. Right, right. I don't. I don't know what your heart says there, but, like, <laughs> obviously you're going to play for the Raiders. They paid you. Exactly. And... and you're under contract, my man. Right, and what was it? Dennis Allen, like, he literally like just gives out money. Yeah, they have. Yeah, it's it's bad. Whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, Seahawks defeat the Jets twenty-three to six. Keep their playoff hopes alive. Do the Seahawks? Oh, yeah. Kenneth Walker is your player of the game. Twenty-three rushes for one hundred and thirty-three. Did not find Pater, but Geno Smith did enough. Well, obviously it's the Jets. Yeah, the Jets with their, <laughs> they're just. Like they're, I don't even know how to say. Mike White quarter- looks so good, and then he comes back from injury and looks yeah. like trash. Zach, well, I mean, I know the Jets are like, oh, we're we're gonna stick with Zach Wilson. It's like, oh, okay, have right. fun. Yeah, do we really? No, get out of here. With that. Yeah, uh, Packers defeat the Vikings forty-one to seventeen. This was absolutely just domination, just pure and utter. And this is the yeah. thing: like we we talked about this. Either if you're the Vikings, you either win close or get blown out. 
Yeah. Like and it's not even they're eleven and zero in one score games. Mm-hmm. They are one in was it four in, yeah. in any other game, right? Yeah. So you lose. The Packers defense forces three picks. They sack you twice and have ten pass deflections. Yeah. And for some odd reason, they the the Packers late have been phenomenal. Yeah. Of course, for a half, the Colts did blow out the Vikings. Right. I, yeah, that's For right. a half. Right, for a half. And then, you know, that became number 11 on the wins of by one score games or whatever uh-huh. it was. Uh, Chargers defeat the Rams 31-10. to 10. Austin Eckler. Yeah, Austin Eckler is your Eckler, player of the yeah. game. Uh, 10 for 122-2 on the ground. And then he caught four for an additional 39 yards off of the backfield. I mean, the Chargers just own this game. There's the Battle yeah. of L.A. And what's funny is, like, if you go to those games in L.A., and you go at, you know, if the Rams are home, like, that stadium's rocking. Yeah. And if the Chargers are home, like, you and hear a pin drop. Yeah. So it's it, completely different. But the Chargers own them this year, so hopefully, maybe maybe some more L.A. Chargers yeah. fans will All right, one them. of the best games of the week, Steelers, they defeat the Ravens 16-13. to 13. I know it was low scoring, but Najee Harris is your player of the game. 22 rushes, 111 yards. He also had two receptions, 12 yards, and a touchdown, which was the game-winning touchdown. Absolutely. That was a beautiful – like, I watched that Kenny Pickett pass to win the game, like, over and over. Like, okay, my mom's a Steelers fan, so she wanted to see it right. over and over. But, like, it was a great – it was great. Right. Uh, we did have one more game on the slate, yeah. but, of course, uh, some unprecedented uh, events happened. Uh, so we want to go ahead and like kind of give that their due in an O segment. So both Parker and I finished 11-4 and four for the week. That makes me 167-86-2. Parker is now 162-91-2. And, and when we return from this short break, we're going to go over the unprecedentedness that was the non- Monday night football game of Bills versus Bengals and the occurrence that did happen and give it its due. Uh, Welcome back. As we discussed in the uh, previous segment, uh, the Bills and Cincinnati Bengals were scheduled to play Monday night, and they started that game. Yeah. Um, And they got approximately six minutes into that game when a – very, very scary and tragic incident yeah. happened on the field. Uh, Parker hit us with what fully happened. All right. On Monday Night Football between the Bills and Bengals, Bills' 24-year-old safety, DeMar Hamlin, collapsed on the field after a tackle on Bengals' wide receiver, T. Higgins. The tackle seemed pretty rudimentary, but when Hamlin stood up, he immediately collapsed and became unresponsive. Training staff and paramedics rushed to the field and began CPR. An ambulance even came on the field, which rarely ever happens. Mm. Once they were able to get a pulse and use oxygen to secure it, to secure his breathing, they rode him away to the University of Cincinnati Hospital. Yeah, um, and this is where, uh, you know, the, you know, the the medical staff would did a a phenomenal job. Absolutely, game day. Um, they, uh, according to doctors, because of how fast they were able to, one, use an AED, and two, start CPR and keep the blood flowing uh, for DeMar Hamlin, uh, they they very well, and it's looking that way, has saved his yeah. life. Um, Absolutely. As of, as of right now, he is still critically ill, yeah. uh, but reports are positive for him. Uh, as he's able to communicate through writing 
and he is still on a breathing tube, so hence he cannot talk. However, he's able to grip hands. Yeah. He's able to use his extremities, which is all great. And it appears that he's going in the uh, right direction. Um, much of the man uh, that is, he even asked who won the game on Monday yeah. night. <laughs> uh, the response by everybody was, you won. And you, yeah. you won the game of life. Yeah. Um, doctors also state that uh, the hope is, in this juncture... That Hamlin uh, can quote return to the person he was at 8 p.m. on Monday end quote, um, and it is also way way too early to discuss yeah. anything remotely close to his uh, future in the NFL. Um, you know wh- whether you know whether he is able to or not. That is not like what what is up for discussion. What what we are ex- we are ecstatic about now. And what we didn't know, what the mystery was on Monday night with with his with his teammates on the field and everything that went on was was this man going to hold on to his life? Yeah. And as of right now, it is looking like it is trending towards that way. And and for all of us here at the Sports GPS, we are thankful that it has gone that way. Yes. Um, and that we we are hoping for that that speedy recovery. Um. I, Parker and I both want to, uh, you know, do something that you know we we don't we don't do ever, uh, but because this is so, such a a uh, unprecedented and 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 moving yeah spot so that, chilling so yeah chilling is the right word that that Parker and I are going to offer up a prayer uh, for Demar Hamlin and if you if you don't wish to take a part of that that's fine you can skip this next little segment of our show tonight. Uh, but I do wish that you stick with us. Uh, but afterward, uh, we're, we're going to go to our next segment right after this. But I want the last words of this segment to be the prayer for DeMar Hamlin and his continued growth. So, Parker, I want you to lead us in a prayer, if you would. Absolutely. Heavenly Father, even as we are recording right now, I pray for DeMar Ham- Hamlin's continued recovery. Thank you, Lord, for watching over him through this difficult time. I pray for his family, friends, and Bill's teammates who are still trying to wrap their heads around this incident. Lord, I pray for his continued recovery and impact, impart the knowledge for his doctors and caregivers to lead him to a full recovery to fulfill the life that you have set out for him. I give you all the honor, glory, and praise. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Welcome back to Sports GPS. We're hitting the MLB newsstand. A little, little less, you know, somber. <laughs> yeah, you know. a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's let's just dive in. Let's just dive yeah, in. We're, we're on the exit ramp. We're getting into it. <laughs> let's talk about a guy who's going to exit ramp right out of the MLB. Yeah. Uh, Steve. Seashack. Uh, Seashack. I, I, I always want to say it, but then I look at it and I'm like. It's spelled it's spelled odd. Yeah, it is. But Seashack, he's going to retire. He, uh, a very... Good career. Good career. Yeah. Right-handed pitcher. Definitely hit you with deception. He had some years as a closer where he was really effective. But, Mainly uh, with Miami. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, he he's finally going to hang up the cleats. Yes, sir. And uh, retire from Major League Baseball. Well done. <laughs> uh, the Yankees, they make two signings, both minor league deals. Willie Calhoun to a minor league deal and Billy McKinney to minor league deal. These just, you know, yeah. possible pieces that 
They, they both got invites to camp. Like they're gonna they're gonna figure it out. But I remember when both of these guys were like top 100 prospects. They were high draft picks. Right. I thought like I was I was a huge fan of Billy McKinney. Right. But it's been kind of. Hmm. But here's the thing though. Like the Yankees got some places on the oh, fringes absolutely. of their roster that. One, if not both, these guys might be able to make the opening uh, day. Agreed. All right, jump into Washington. The Nats signed Michael Travis to a minor league deal. Another one of those, you know, maybe a fringe. Now, this guy, I mean, obviously, he probably has a better shot to make the roster because yeah. it's he the was, Nationals, he right? He's a World Series hero, too, for the Boston Red Sox. Right. So, I mean, you know, definitely, definitely something to get into there. Uh, the Mets make a signing off the diamond as they're adding to their coaching staff as assistant hitting coach Eric Hinsky. Big Hen. I rem- I loved him as a Brave. Right. He was a huge bench piece for them. Absolutely. And, I mean, God knew how to put the bat on the ball, so Absolutely. assistant hitting coach makes a lot of sense. Uh, Brewers agreed to a minor league deal. Again, this is what a lot of these deals are happening yeah. now. It's We're slow. out of the big stuff. We're still waiting on Carlos Correa and the Mets to finally make their official deal. I, I know teams are starting to, like, negotiate with Carlos Correa, so he might not be a Mets. You might not be a Come on. Baby, let's go. That would be great. That would be a late Christmas present for sure. I know. Uh, let's see. The Tigers agree to a minor league deal with Andrew Knapp. He might end up being their starting catcher, truth be told. It's, it's possible. Nats also signed Dominic Smith to a one-year $2 million deal with a couple incentives on the backside to make it $4 million possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, Orioles acquire Ryan O'Hearn from the Royals for cash considerations. considerations. <laughs> I love uh, that. That's that's our thing. Uh-huh. Uh, the Pirates, they are, you know, a little off. With, well, very far apart. With with Brian Reynolds. Just on fifty million. It. Yeah, just fifty million dollars. Yeah. Well, we don't know the years, so it could only be like like it could be over ten years. Yeah. Then they're five million dollars apart. That's not really that bad. You know, it's like <laughs> like they're like fifty million apart on like four year deal. Like it's it's yeah. a, it's a lot. Should they trade him? Is is the question we need to ask? They have so. to seriously consider it. I think they do. I don't know who's all like. I know the I know the Yankees are really tied to him. Okay, Yankees, who are you gonna give up? You know, like they right. ha- they have some, especially infielders, good infield prospects, but I, I don't know if they have the the pieces to get it done. I don't know. I mean, there's some teams out there that could definitely benefit. Come on, Braves! Better. Come on, Braves! Ryan Reynolds on their squad. Uh, Guardians make two minor league deals. Uh, former Philly Roman Quinn, speedster man, if he could yeah. stay healthy, and then Tuki Toussaint. Yeah, you gotta love saying that name. I love that for for both parties. Absolutely. Here's it. Here it is. Right here, yeah. the deal that means Parker is now on my side and yeah. 54% of Twitter is wrong now. Yeah, uh, Cubs agreed to a deal with Eric Hosmer, first baseman. This means the Cubs will be relevant, maybe not this year, but the following year uh, because they have Hosmer at first base and Dansby at short. I did, I did say, I told CJ, I go, CJ, if the Cubs get Eric Hosmer, I will agree with you that the Cubs... Within four years, they will be relevant. They will be relevant. They will be okay. Contender is kind of strong. Well, in the central, yes, yes. In the central. I'm not saying I, I never said Wilson. Well, I said in I the know. central. I know you didn't. You didn't. But like, said they could win the central. I think this move, and I know they're not like paying him a ton. Like I don't. Right. Even, we don't even have the figures for it, what that what this is. Yeah, we don't know yet. But the Cubs are being aggressive. Yep. Right. Well, they have to be, and they have the money. Mm-hmm. Like they have the money to do it. Yep. Like you've stated, and I didn't disagree with you when you said this. 
they have, especially from a position player standpoint, they have some pretty good prospects. They definitely got a lot of cash considerations. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, especially getting Hosmer, good leader, has won a World Series. Right. You add him with Dansby Swanson, also has is a World Series winner. Uh, I think the Cubs are definitely on their way to contention in the NL Central. In the NL Central, for sure. I don't know if they can compete with the Mets, the Braves, the Phillies, or the Dodgers, the Padres. But they're getting close. But, I mean, they're they're in the ballpark. Uh, Diamondbacks re-signed Zach Davies to a one-year $5 million deal. Solid back-end start. Phenomenal. I, you know what? Tell you the truth, Davies could be a an upside four. Oh, like, yeah. He'd be, he's a solid three. He I think he's some, upside four. He had some really good years with the Brewers. Absolutely. Uh, Brewers acquire uh, Bryce Wilson from the Pirates for cash. Considerations. Yeah. Uh, they also sign left-handed pitcher Wade Miley to a one-year four and a half million I feel million like he's been in the league for like 30 years. Dude, like he he is the cockroach of Major League Baseball. Like yeah. You can't kill him. I mean, him he, and Rich Hill. I mean, look. He, <laughs> they're they're yeah. going to pitch till they're 80. Rich Hill is king cockroach. Yeah. <laughs> But Wade Miley, because eventually, no, no, no. so so Wade, yeah, yeah, he's Rich Hill's King Cockroach. Wade Miley's the Twinkie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, two things that are going to survive the apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, cockroaches and Twinkie. I mean, look, he's a solid pitcher. You know, I mean, I remember when I know he, what I'm getting from him. I remember when he came in the league with the Diamondbacks, and I forget who said it. I honestly, I was a shocker. I was watching the Braves, and Joe Simpson was on the. <laughs> I I love that look. I know Joe Simpson was like talking like this. This kid's gonna be real good. I go okay, okay, Joe. Yeah. And like he won close to twenty games that year. I go, you know what? <laughs> he may be right. He may be right. Yeah. <laughs> I may be crazy. But there was actually one big deal. One big deal. That's massive happened. deal. Yeah. Like it's not big deal. Yeah, it's massive, massive deal. The Red Sox agree to a ten-year. Wait for it. Three hundred thirty-one. <laughs> million dollars uh, to Raphael Devers to stay their yeah. third baseman for the long haul. I would say he's now the face of their franchise. He has to be. Yeah. No more Bogarts before that. No more, you know, bets. I mean, if Chris Sale could ever get healthy, maybe, but like that doesn't seem this likely. This is the biggest face of that franchise since Big Poppy. Yeah. Like legitimately since Big Poppy. I mean, look, I'm I'm happy for the Red Sox because Okay, just looking at Betts and Bogarts, those were two guys drafted, developed superstars. Right. But they didn't keep them. Yep. Devers, same thing. Drafted. Oh, well, I don't think they drafted him. I think it was a, a – I don't know where he's from. I yeah, he was an international signing. International signing, mm-hmm. correct. And But they, draft, they, they signed him, they developed him, and mm-hmm. he's become a superstar in front of us, and they kept him. Yeah. And they needed to do that. You're the Boston Red Sox. They need to do that more often. Yeah. You're the Boston Red Sox. Right. You have the money. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> uh, now that we've hit the new year, happy new year, everybody. We didn't happy mention new year. that earlier. Yeah, I forgot. Uh, <laughs> what are you going to do? Uh, because we've hit the new year, we are also two weeks away from starting the division by division wrap up. Yep. Now, I know last year we did two divisions a day. Yeah. This year we're not. We're gonna do yeah. we're gonna do one division each time, which means we're gonna start in three weeks. We're gonna start one division for each, and we're gonna start out west like we did, and then work our way east because yeah. that's the way we do it. Yeah. So we're gonna start yeah. AL West, then NL West, both Centrals, then both Easts, 
just in time for opening day. We will finish that up. So definitely looking forward to that. We might actually finish up on opening day. I know. So that would be super cool. Can't wait for that. But what we can't wait for, like truly, we can't wait for. NFL playoffs. We're in NFL playoff scenario. It's right around the corner. We got yeah. one week left. We're going to talk about all the scenarios and what's going to go down the 4-1-1, everything, <laughs> all the situations when we return. Welcome back to Sports GPS. We're getting to the Week 18 playoff scenarios for the NFL. Yeah, let's go ahead and start with the uh, AFC here. Uh, the Chiefs right now sit at 13 and three. The Bills at 12 and three. Bengals at 11 and four. Jags at eight and eight hold the four seed as of mm-hmm. right now. Uh, the Chargers are the first wild card at 10 and six. Ravens are right behind them at 10 and six as well. And the Patriots are eight and eight. We still have three other teams that are in the hunt. The Dolphins, the Steelers, and the Titans. We're going to get into all the playoff scenarios for the AFC. Let's go ahead and jump into them right now. So we we actually have some interesting things to chat about because really they're going to cancel the game. This was this has come out according to the Associate Press. Yeah, Bills um, Bengals game is going to be Bills canceled. and Bengals game that was supposed to, that was postponed on Monday night. Uh, it has been canceled. Now what that does is it it sets into some things in motion. And if you look at the biggest ramifications of the cancellation of this game, which is the right call, to be clear, um, if they stick to the standard format of deciding playoff games, the Chiefs win and they're in to the number one seed. The Bengals can't get the number one seed, which they could have with a couple wins and a loss by the Chiefs previous to this. Uh, But the Bengals automatically win the AFC North. But... but what can happen, the number one seed comes down to the Bills or the Chiefs. If the Chiefs win, they're in. If the Chiefs lose and the Bills win, then the Bills have the number one seed. Uh, and then, obviously, we've, we've already talked about the Bengals can't get the number one. Now, yeah. there could be a couple things, and, and, and the league is a, a reportedly considering these two things. Uh, and this would just be the, for the AFC only. Uh the number one seed gets to pick either home field advantage or a forced round bye. And this is, you know, they're kicking around the idea that the number one seed gets to pick which one they want. Yeah. And then the number number two seed would get the other. Uh, and then there's also the neutral site AFC title game in that, you know, whoever wins it, according to, that's fine. But the title game would not be home field advantage. Uh, Do you, you like know. that? I, I I, I don't really like either one of these options, to be fair. Yeah. Uh, the the number one seed gets a little tricky. And that's the only one where I'm like, okay, maybe. But I don't really don't like either one of these options. I don't really think e- the NFL is going to consider either one of these things. Yeah, I don't like neutral site AFC title game. Like yeah, that. I, I really don't like it either. Yeah. However, there is one thing that I do want to see happen. and And I think it's the fairest thing to do is that this weekend's game between Cincinnati and Baltimore Wins the AFC needs to, to be for the AFC North. Because right now that game has zero meaning to it. Yeah. And if the you know the, the Ravens are getting Lamar back, yeah, all reports are saying they're getting Lamar back. So I think the league just needs to say, hey, Ravens-Bengals, you right now you are... Um, 
you're you're playing right now for the 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 AFC North. Yeah. Like this this game coming up should be for the AFC North for them, and that way the Ravens have a chance. Uh, the Bengals would would take the five seed. So like their worst case scenario, they'd be the five seed over the Chargers if they lost. Yeah, because they would they have eleven wins and it would be they'd be eleven and five. And the Chargers with a win would be eleven and six. So winning percentage puts them as the five seed. Right. So it's not like you're making the Bengals go to yeah. the Ravens again. Like right. you're not getting that right. rematch. You you face the Jaguars. Or if, you know, this happens, then you get a rematch again of Bengals Ravens again. And so, you know, yeah. whatever would have you. I think uh you know, whoever wins the number one seed between the Chiefs and the Bills, I mean, the Chiefs should win their game versus the Raiders. Yeah, they should. So they're probably going to get home field. And to tell you the truth, like the the Bills, the Bills have a tough time with the Patriots, probably, but it's not like it's it's completely over. So yeah, I I don't love any of these scenarios. However, I do think the only thing that the league needs to do is make Ravens Bengals. Yeah, for win, the AFC. Yeah, North. winner winner wins the AFC North. And regardless of whether winning percentage or whatever, blah, yeah. blah blah, the Ravens will have will have a better division record anyway, so the argument can be made. Yeah. Uh, but let's get into the other scenarios that that actually like that can impact, right? So the AFC South title, and and I say that the the Bengals would go face the Jaguars. That's still not done because the Jaguars win the AFC South with a winner tie versus the Titans. The Titans get it with a win over the Jaguars. So literally Saturday night's game between the Titans and Jaguars in Duval yeah. is for the AFC South, South title. Yeah. Um, now, this is where it gets kind of crazy. Is The number seven seed is the only one that's not decided. Every other uh, thing is locked up outside of, obviously, the AFC South, so the number four seed. And then the uh, the seven seed are the two things that aren't locked up in the AFC. All right. So for the number seven seed, the Patriots clinch with a win at the Bills, or the Dolphins loss versus the Jets, and the Steelers loss versus the Browns, and Jaguars beat the Titans. Correct. The Dolphins clinch with a win versus the Jets, and a Patriots loss at the Bills. Mm-hmm. The Steelers shoot. This is this is the team to look for. Correct. They clinch with a win versus the Browns, very likely, uh-huh. and the Dolphins lost for the Jets, and the Patriots lost at the Bills. A very likely scenario. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a 15% scenario. I mean, especially when you consider with the Dolphins specifically. Could they lose to the Jets? I know the Jets are playing bad, but the Dolphins don't have a quarterback. Correct. I mean, they're down to their third string. Mm-hmm. So, And then the Jaguars, they clinch with a loss versus the Titans. And losses by the Dolphins, Patriots, and Steelers, which is unlikely. Correct. So, <laughs> I mean, but the Jags are probably winning the AFC South yeah, anyway. Yeah, I, w- I would say so. So that's not really the answer there. Uh, but you've got a you've got three, maybe four teams vying for one spot, and you've got two teams vying for the other spot. Uh, all the other five are kind of locked in. Yeah, if the Titans don't beat the Jags. They're not making the playoffs. So correct. Of course, <laughs> you would think like, okay, they'll be fired up, ready to go. It's Josh Dobbs. It's Josh Dobbs and Malik Willis, whoever you want. Yeah. And the Jaguars are going to be at home. Like, yeah, right now Lawrence, the spread's six and a half. Yeah, I could definitely I don't, see that go. I mean, up. yeah, I could see that. I could see 
Jacksonville cover. I I also I just I don't think Jacksonville loses this game. To no, I don't either. It's kind of where I'm at with it. I w- uh, if if we want to make a pick up between those four teams to get the number seven seed, I'm going with the Steelers. Okay, I, I'll take the Dolphins. I think they can beat the Jets. I mean, I think they I think they can. I just don't. I mean, who's going to play quarterback for the Dolphins? I'm I completely understand, but Tua might clear protocol. You never know. Maybe, maybe. All right, let's go ahead and jump to the NFC now. Uh, of the seven possible slots, six have been decided on this side. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, the Eagles are the number one seed as of right now, thirteen and three. The 49ers are twelve and four, as well as the Vikings at twelve and four. The Buccaneers have won the NFC South and claim it with their eight and eight. They do not have to win this week, uh, so they could be a another team that's sub five hundred, <laughs> yeah. making the playoffs. Uh, it's only happened a couple times in the past twenty years. Uh, the Cowboys right now are the five seed. Uh, the Giants are right now the sixth seed, and they're locked into the sixth seed. They can't go anywhere. Yeah, can't go anywhere. And then you have the Seahawks, Lions, and Packers with currently the Seahawks in, but they are not the ones that control their destiny. We're going to go to that, but first let's go ahead and talk about all the number one seed situations. Uh, the Eagles have the easiest path to get the number one seed. They win or tie versus the Giants. It's theirs. Uh they are also the number one seed if the Cowboys lost in tie Commanders and the 49ers lost in tie versus the Cardinals. Don't you love that tie? Right. Uh, the, 40, the 49ers clinch uh, the number one with a win versus the Cardinals and an Eagles loss. And then the Cowboys clinch uh, with a win at the Commanders plus an Eagles loss plus a 49ers loss. The most unlikely of all these scenarios is <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, the Eagles obviously win the NFC East with a win versus the Giants or a Cowboys loss or tie. And then the Cowboys win with a win of the Commanders and an Eagles loss, um, which will most likely turn them into the two seed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but here's where the the number seven, this is where it gets crazy. So you have the Packers, you have the Lions, and the Seahawks. Parker, give me that breakdown. All right, the Packers clinch with a win versus the Lions. That's the easiest scenario. And that's the Sunday night game, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, sir. The Lions clinch with a win at the Packers and a Seahawks loss or tie versus the Rams or a tie versus the Packers and a Seahawks loss versus the Rams or a tie versus the Packers and Rams-Seahawks tie and Commanders beat the Cowboys. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and the Seahawks clinch with a win versus the Rams and Packers lost tie versus the R- Lions. Or they tie versus the Rams and Lions Packers tie and Commanders lost tie versus the Cowboys. Yeah, and, and like the way all that stuff shakes out, it's kind of insane. But yeah, like, like there there's a lot of different scenarios there that, that, that make it crazy time. <laughs> yeah. But what it really comes down to is the Packers, they get in. If they win. Yeah. And that's the reason why this is the Sunday night game. Mm-hmm. Because the Lions will have zilch to play for if the Seahawks win. Right. Uh, outside of playing spoiler to the Packers. Mm-hmm. And that game's happening earlier. If the Seahawks lose, then the Sunday night game will be for the seventh seed. Yeah. So, things to talk about. Now, if the Seahawks, if the Seahawks win, it's, it's literally if the Packers win, they're in. If the Packers lose, the Seahawks are in. So, yeah, the only team that controls their destiny in that scenario the is the Packers. If they yeah. win on Sunday night, it is crazy to think that the Packers like are in this position. 
because like I don't know, three weeks ago, four weeks ago, we thought they were dead in the water. Well, they're they're one of the no- they're on the nominees for Rock Fight of the Week earlier oh. in the year. Oh yeah. And by the way, we have that. We have the first seventeen weeks. <laughs> yeah. And we also, you know, we might as well tell the tell yeah. the listeners. Yeah. There is going to be a bracket. A bracket. And what's going to happen is we're going to uh, post the what is it, six play-in games, seven play-in yeah. games, six play-in six. games. Six. There's going to be six play-in games, and then there is going to be no, no eight play-in games. It's eight play-in games. Two, 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 two. Yeah, eight yeah. play-in yeah, games. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Eight play-in games, and we're going to put them out on the Twitters, and y'all are going to decide who gets in. Yep. And we're going to put our reasons why. We're going to tell everybody other things. <laughs> and then Parker and I are going to live debate down to the uh, to, to the championship. Yeah. And then Twitter is going to decide the rock fight of the year. Yeah. It's going to be fun. It is. Definitely look out for that. The bracket before the the bracket. You know, the yeah. tournament. Because, you know, everyone fills out a, a tournament bracket for Obviously. college basketball. Obviously. But this is, you know, second best. Right. It's going to be, you know, it's going to be absolutely fun. It's yeah. going to be great. We're, we might make it into merch. Oh, yeah. Drop might be happening. We should. Well, I mean, we probably will. Let's not lie to ourselves. All right. Yeah, we will. We, 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 we will. <laughs> well, we're just going to confirm it right now. It will become We will make merch for this. We, we Absolutely. Called the Rock Fight of the It's going to be the Rock Fight of the It's going to be our thing. It's going to be our merch. Uh-huh. You know, merch drop happening sometime in 2023. <laughs> All right. Well, when we return after a short break from our sponsors, we're going to get into the picks. Possible Parker Can comeback trade. Can he come back? He's five down. We'll find out again after the short break from our sponsors. Welcome back. Getting into the week 18 picks. We got two games on Saturday. The rest hit on Sunday. Parker, let's get into them. Let's talk the first game on Saturday. Chiefs Raiders, arguably for the number one seed in the AFC. Parker, who you got? Chiefs. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Chiefs. I as like well. what Jared Siddham did this past week, but I, I mean the Chiefs do have something to play for. So yep. I mean it's not like they're just gonna be showing up like they're gonna try to win. And uh, Chiefs are the better team, no doubt. Yeah, spreads nine as of e, right now. Yeah, so definitely, definitely a big time spread there. Yeah. Uh, then the the last game. This is for the AFC South title: Titans versus Jaguars in Duval. <laughs> Who you got? Jags. Yeah, I'm going to take the Jags. Trevor too. Lawrence is playing really well. Prince that's promised. And Etienne, he's that that guy's like a dark horse, like one of the better running backs in the in the sport. That's fair. I mean, yeah. I'm, he's yeah. definitely in the upper echelon of the Absolutely. sport. So. I know I know he had a little lull there. Right. But the last couple weeks he's really come on strong. He has turned it on for sure. All right, let's go ahead and jump into the Sunday games. You got the one o'clock games, the also known as the almost irrelevant games. <laughs> uh Buccaneers Falcons first came on the slate. Who you got? Okay, because I need it I like I have to, I have to be drastic with my pick selections this week because I'm down five. So I got I gotta take some chances here. Give me the Falcons at home. I'm gonna take the Bucks. I think you might be right with the Falcons because the Bucks have nothing to play for, but that's yeah. how bad I think the Falcons are. Oh, I'm not t- look, I'm just I'm just warning everyone ahead of time. I'm not picking some of these teams because I th- I'm a believer. <laughs> I'm picking them because I want to try to beat you in picks they're again the, this year. They're the closest. They're the closest thing to a coin flip. Got it. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's go ahead and jump to uh, Patriots Bills for possibly the number one seed and you know spot in the number seven. Who you got? 
Bills. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Bills too. It's just they're they've got stuff to play for. So yeah, even well even though that I I'm gonna take some risks here, I'm also not that stupid. <laughs> so give me the Bills. I guess that's fair. Uh, Vikings versus Bears. Who you got? Vikings. Yeah, Vikings are gonna try to squeak out the number two seed <laughs> if they can get it. But I, I don't even think if they, they win, they will squeak it out. Correct. If they win and the 49ers lose, they get the they get the number two seed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ravens versus Bengals. Who you got? Bengals. Yeah, I would take the Bengals as well. I just think they they they're the better team, and I don't yeah. know if Lamar's back fully. It's just yeah, it's not a good looking situation. Yeah. Uh, Texans versus your Colts. Who you got? All right, this is another one I'm taking a risk on here. Give me the Texans. All right, I'm going to take the Colts. I just think they're better than the Texans, and the Texans oh, are going to lock I up agree. the number one overall pick. Uh, Jets versus Dolphins. Who you got? I pick them a lot, and they always let me down. But, you know, last week of the season, I'm going to take the Jets again. All right, I'm going to take the Dolphins. I think the Dolphins, they definitely need the win to get themselves in. Mm -hmm. Jets have nothing to play for outside of playing spoiler. And I think the Jets hate the Patriots more than they hate the Dolphins. So they're just going to kind of roll over and die over the Dolphins. The Dolphins take this one easily. That's fair. fair. Uh, Panthers versus the Saints. It could have been a battle for the... Uh, for the south of the Panthers held on last weekend, yeah. but they didn't. So uh, who you got in this in this matchup? Saints, they're coming off a big win. They're going to carry it into the game against the Panthers. I'm going to take the Panthers. I think the Panthers get the run game going versus the Saints, and then uh, you know you know what happens when the Panthers get the run game going. Yeah. Uh, Steelers versus Browns in the formerly known as the Big Ketchup Bottle. Who you got? Steelers. I, lo- I love the way they're playing. Yeah, I think they're playing well. they got to give themselves a chance. I think the Steelers uh, get in for sure. Uh, Giants versus Eagles. This is the one of two 14-point spreads this yeah. weekend. Who you got? Eagles. Big bounce back. They're going to crush the Giants. Yeah, I think they take the win. The Giants aren't going to play They have anybody. nothing to play for. They're, they're locked in the They're season. locked in, yeah. If Joe Judge was still the head coach of the Giants. <laughs> oh, everybody would be playing. Everybody be playing. However, he's not. <laughs> right. And Brian Dayball isn't dumb. Yeah. So, yeah. Could be coach of the year. Could be coach of the year. Very much. I like I Gets my vote. Yeah, you uh, mine. <laughs> Chargers versus Broncos. Who you got? Chargers. Man, I went back and forth on this We're one. We're Herbert guys, man. Yeah, but like the Chargers, again, they really don't I have know. anything. They're already locked for. in to yeah. their playoff spot, so I get yeah. it. But I mean, the Broncos are that by it. And if, when you look at our bracket for Rock Fight of the Year, Broncos are heavily in there. Yeah, they're they're in there a lot. Yeah. <laughs> like They're like the Cowboys in prime time. They, they're in there a lot. <laughs> yeah. That's so, a good comparison. Yeah. Every once in a while, I come up with these ones. Uh-huh. Uh, but, yeah, I'm going to go with the Chargers, too. I just can't can't get myself to do it. All right, uh, Cardinals versus Niners. This is the second of the 14-point spreads. Who you got? Niners. Yeah, I'm going to take the Niners, too. This is one that I might, like, not, like, if, if we were doing it with the spread, I might take the Cardinals. Yeah, I don't I don't like like the, the spread against the Cardinals, but, you know. I, the 49ers are just so good. They're so good, but I, I like. I think the 49ers get up by ten and they just sulk the game away. Okay, that, okay. like that. It's like that's what this game feels like. I feel like it's a ten point game, not a fourteen point. But game. Trace McSorley, that quarterback, they could still try and still lose by like thirty. I guess that is fair. <laughs> that is that is fair. I will give it that. All right, Seahawks versus Rams. This is uh, the Seahawks need this win to possibly get into the playoffs. Who you got? 
Taking a big risk here. Give me the Rams. Ooh, yeah. You know, I thought about it too, but I'm going to take the Seahawks. They got to they gotta get yeah, the win. They're playing for something. They're at home. Twelfth man's a real thing still. Give me the Rams. Or the Seahawks. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the Rams. I almost talked myself into it. Yeah, uh, yeah, you did. Cowboys versus Commanders. Seven and a half point favorites here. But Heineke and Sam Howell are going to get the ball. Uh, under center for the Commanders, who you think? Cowboys. Yeah, it's not even close. Yeah, Cowboys. I think so. I, Cowboys could rest everybody. Now this was a debate on. Uh, oh yeah. On uh, get up. This Dominique Foxworth, lo- love you, man. Him and him and Creaney were both like the, the Cowboys should rest everybody. They've got nothing to play for. And I get that. Well, and there was an interview with Jerry Jones. He's like, oh, there's still so much to play for. See, no, there's not. See, I'm not saying there's nothing. But so much? Come on, Jerry. They have less than a percent to get the number one. They need the Eagles and the Niners to lose. And the Giants ain't playing anybody, and the Niners are playing the nobody Cardinals with Trace yeah. McSorley under center. <laughs> are you a, a Russ versus Russ guy? I if, like, I get both sides. Like I understand when to get your play, get your main guys rest, but I also understand like if you don't play like real competitive for well, a couple weeks, in but the, in, the, in big, the playoffs, you know. Well, and the big thing was like Jerry was like, "Oh, we have a chance to get our buy." Well, you can get a buy right here. <laughs> yeah, that's what Dominic Foxworth was saying. And then you, I mean, you're locked into the five seed if you lose. Like yeah. you can't you can't go worse than the five seed, and. You can go into Tampa and probably get the easiest road possibility win mm-hmm. because, you know, if you go number one, right, like let's say you win, yeah. but the Niners win, right, and then you get the Packers, you get the Packers at home. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that. Um, Excuse me, but you don't yeah. want that. Right. You don't want that smoke. That's, especially the way the Packers are playing. That is tough because, I mean – Aaron Rodgers is a bad, is a bad man. man, and he gets his way into the in the playoffs. They're going to be hot. They're going to be rolling. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, do you really want the number two seed? Do you? Yeah, because that's what you're going to end up with if you win. Because the Niners, the Niners are going to take the number one seed. Like, there's no way. So you win, and you get the Packers game one. Now I know Dak Prescott is one and three in the playoffs, and yeah. his only win was at home. <laughs> right, but but yeah, you got a better chance against Tampa Bay than you do against. You the Packers. would think. It, I know it's not even like it's not even a debate. Yeah. So yeah, that, that's tough. All right, and then uh, Lions versus Packers. We we talked about this being the Sunday night wrap up game. This game, arguably, to get into the playoffs. I mean, if, if your scenario, it is whoever wins this game gets in. So. Right. Give me the Packers. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Packers too. They're playing yeah. so well. I mean, yeah. I, I I like when they're in. I like the, how the Lions have played this year, but going to Lambo, no. Well, see, I thought it was gonna be interesting because there was a little bit possibility that the Lions were gonna get into the seven seed and the Vikings were gonna be the two seed. Yeah. And I mean, the Lions played the Vikings hard both times, so I mean yeah. that could have been crazy. But oh yeah, right now it's lining up. Packers 49ers very you know rematch of some AFC championship games mm-hmm. in in the past going to be in round one here possibly yeah all right so let's go ahead and review the picks we are the same on the Chiefs Jags Bills Vikings Bengals Steelers Eagles Chargers Niners Cowboys and Packers which means we do have five differences yes sir and because we have five differences it means Parker can tie me. I can tie and you know what Parker, if you get the tie, I'll give you the win. 
Oh, really? I'm, I'm, I'm going to throw it out there right now. If you get the tie, I'll give you the win. That would be... Uh, that would be impressive. Okay, so we're different on five. Mm-hmm. And if Bucks, Falcons, I've got Colts, you've got Texans. <laughs> yeah. I've got Dolphins, you've got Jets. I've got Panthers, you've got Saints. I've got Seahawks, you've got Rams. Yeah. Those are the five. To, I can't. Um, that would be amazing if I went five and zero and you went zero and five. That's what I'm saying. With these picks, if I go zero <laughs> and five in the picks we're different in, and you tie me, I will give you the win. Hey. Which means it'll be a double pie in the face. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah. we'll do it next week, too. Yeah. We will do it next week. Okay. Double pie in the face. <laughs> Gosh, that would be something. It would be something, but I don't think it's going to happen. That's the reason why I can make these assurances. Oh, I don't. I don't. I mean, really, the only way that I could really beat you in picks is if I had like eight, ten differences. Right. And but then you're then you're playing with fire on a couple of these. But I actually feel, I actually like how, like, my record in picks, like, I, it's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, but you've just been better slightly. Yeah, I'm winning in my pick'em league with some friends from college too. So don't feel too bad. They only have I only have a three game lead on those though. So oh. Not as good there. But I still owe you a pie in the face. So you do. I, you know. Maybe I'll get a pie in return. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right. Well, that's gonna wrap it up for episode uh, 35 of this season three. Wow. Crazy to think. It's episode 101 overall. 101. Craziness. We're in the triple digits as far as episodes are I concerned. Know. Craziness. Uh, Parker, tell everybody where they can hit us up on the socials. You can hit us up on Instagram, Twitter, at the Sports GPS. We have a we have a TikTok, but we don't use it. So hit us up at the Sports GPS. Let us know how good we did, how bad we did. We're more than happy to have conversation with you and have a debate about something. And make sure to answer our polls when we post them. We, we want to get your feedback. Yeah, we want to know what you guys want uh, to happen in this podcast. Because you know what? We're just we're somewhat just flying by the seat of our pants every once in a while. And, yeah. And we need some guidance. But if you think we're doing great, then just hit us up with a, hey, hey. doing great, man. Great job, guys. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. <laughs> all right. Well, that's going to wrap it up. As I said, for all of us here at the Sports GPS, Parker White, CJ Holly, thanks for stopping by. Oh, thank you.